have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that. Because you don't know who you're gonna be, who you're gonna be, who you're gonna be. Anna, welcome back to the Everyday Adventurer series. How's things going? Yeah, all right, good. I did my first challenge, so that was that was good. <laughs> yeah, well, let's let's dive right in. Tell us all about that. Um, yeah, so the first one was we went onto the Lake District and did a trail run. Um, so um, I've you know been running since last year, and it, but it was the first kind of off roady, proper off road running I've done. Everything around here, I just kind of run on the roads, maybe the odd path and stuff, um, but not you know this was proper proper off road. Um, and it was it was the trail pursuit 10k, but it was actually 13. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think they changed the route slightly or something. Um, so basically, we sort of went. It was up and downy, and then we went to a big hill, came down the other side, and then back to the start. Um, and yeah, I think it was great, but nothing prepared me for kind of getting to what we thought was the top of the hill, and then getting over the crest and going oh no, we've still got a massive hill to get up. Um, and I think just I'm so out of practice because it's so flat where we live um, that I think any kind of practice of trying to practice running up hills was just nothing, nothing yeah. compared to that. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, nobody really ran that bit. So that made me feel a bit better. <laughs> yeah, I always think that's hard. And the old false summit is killer as well. You get yeah. to... You Completely. get to the, what you think is the top, and then you, you have that soul destroying moment where you yeah. realise you're not you're not yeah. even halfway or whatever. Completely, and it took me back to being younger because when um, we were younger, we used to go on a lot of holidays to like Wales, Lake District, and stuff, and, and walk up hills. Um, and you know, it definitely took me back to that. But I've just not done it in years. We've not been on those sorts of holidays. You know, we've had little kids, and um, yeah, we've just we've just not done it. So I think my legs were in for a bit of a shock, but we got round it. We did it. <laughs> awesome awesome what I love most about your story as well is that you're you know you're doing something with your husband Ollie which is nice so you guys are doing yeah. it together and I know you went up I think you went to see your parents right yeah. and so the parents looked after their yes. the kids which was lovely because it's probably the first time in ages that they've been able yeah. to spend time with them completely um and and you know other people might have just kind of sat on the sofa and chilled and <laughs> but you guys got got yourselves at the top of the hill I hope you gave yourselves a nice treat after um yeah well yeah we were very well fed because we were staying with my mum and she loves cooking so um yeah we were very well fed that week and they were so thrilled to see the kids because they've not seen them since Christmas um so you know they were very happy looking after them and it just gave us that bit of time that we've not had since I think we had one day together for our anniversary last summer when the kind of restrictions were lifted a bit and then the last time before that was February like last February a year and a half ago so um yeah I think just having that bit of time to us that was a real treat in itself so it didn't really matter what we were doing it was nice that we were out and we were doing something but yeah just having that time together without the kids as well (laughs) yeah exactly no that's awesome that's really good so I guess sounds like one of the big lessons was like hills are hills are hard to prep for when you live somewhere flat I can totally relate to that I live in Berkshire which is pretty flat um (laughs) And I know you were doing some hill stuff, some hill repetitions, but it sounds yeah. like you, it sounds like you figured it out, which is, you know, if you haven't been able to do a lot of the hill stuff, then then walking those is a really good way to kind of handle it and just focus on yeah. running the flats and the downhills. 
yeah I think because it was quite undulating to start off with so that was enough I mean that was the kind of hills that I was used to those kind of little little bumps um and I think yeah by the time everyone hit that hill you could see everyone go oh no um and everyone just you know walked at that bit so I felt going into it I think having never done an event before um and you know not having run for that long and definitely not this year having run that much so I knew I could cover that distance um but I still just felt kind of out of my depth and when we got there you see because there was a marathon and a half marathon on as well and you see all the marathon runners set off as as we were arriving so you see all these ultra fit looking people and I just went oh no I'm so out of my depth here but I think as they all went and all the half marathons went um and it got to a point where I was like okay this is kind of normal looking people like me um doing the 10k and I felt like I was you know I could keep up to a certain extent like you obviously set off and that was weird as well setting off with lots of people you know I'm used to running on my own or with one other person setting off with lots of people trying to ignore the fact that you're getting overtaken quite a bit as everybody sort of you know goes at their own pace and trying not to set off too fast um and then I find because I'm I tend to kind of run I, I hate running really really slowly so I tend to be a I run and then I have those walking breaks as well and then there were other people who were more consistent runners but went a lot slower so you end up kind of overtaking people when you're running but then they'd overtake me when I was walking so you do you tended to see the same people again and again which is quite nice because then I felt like I was keeping a pace with people and didn't feel like I was just getting left behind. And did you uh, did you and Ollie run together or did you go off and do your own thing you did? No completely yeah. Yeah, that was the whole nice. point, I think, and all the things that we've booked together, we will stick together because Perfect. I think he knows that I would just not do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I think, it, you know, one of the things is the fact that we're doing it together, so we're going to stick together on it. Also, like, you know, he he carried a lot of the water and the stuff because we needed to have a lot of stuff um, to take all the kit to take with us, and he was, like, feeding me sweets and stuff and dragging me up the hill a bit, so I definitely needed his support. I don't know. I think the thought of doing an event on my own would be quite a scary prospect to not having that person to kind of you know push you along and go come on you can do it <laughs> so you seem like you're really energized from it you definitely yeah does in. yeah so how are you feeling about what's next you got spartan so coming next up, I think. is yeah 10k spartan obstacle so similar distance but yeah. obviously less less consistent running but trying to get over obstacles yeah um yeah so that's the next one and Spartan races for people that, that don't know them so well is obviously an obstacle course race, but also there's there's kind of as you go around these obstacles and challenges, if you fail them, then there's penalties <laughs> that you have to do, which normally entails a lot of burpees <laughs> or carrying heavy things up a hill yeah. around an obstacle or something. So yeah. so a little bit now, you've been doing a lot of running bit of mm-hmm. pace work I know we talked about that and you start doing a bit of pace work um, and you start doing a bit of hill work as well which we just touched on so now I guess a bit of strength work coming into the mix yeah completely so I've gone back to like some of the hit um workouts that I was doing anyway um burpees I think I'm going to be practicing a lot of burpees <laughs> because you know I'm not that confident on how many obstacles you know things like monkey bars and stuff um you know there's absolutely no way I'm at a level where I'm going to be able to get across stuff like that I'll give it a go 
Um, and Ollie has ordered this setup for the garden. So we are eventually going to have monkey bars and stuff in the garden to practice on. Um, but, you know, at how soon we're going to get them up in time to practice before that one, which is only a few weeks away now. Um, I don't know. So, yeah, definitely. I think I'm going to try um, doing things like rather than going on a longer run, maybe do a kilometre lap, come back and do some other exercise in the garden, go out and do another kilometre lap, come back and, and sort of try to change it up a bit was my yeah, idea. No, I don't know. I don't know whether there's anything nearby that's suitable for you because I know you're in kind of a fairly rural area. But yeah. one of the things that, that I do um, normally, you know, once a week, if I can, is there's a um, there's a, a park down by me next to a lake and the lake is about one kilometer all the way around. And then there's a kid's park that's got like monkey bars. But also, you know, I've been known to do pull up, pull up, jump pull ups and things on uh, football posts, goal posts, on all kinds of things. Yeah. And so the park benches doing press ups and, you you know, do a, do a lap then do some stuff in the playground. You get some funny looks from the people that want to use it actually as a playground. But I don't think kids should have all the fun. I think we should be able to play on playgrounds as well. Exactly. So. Well, I, I guess having kids helps because they can, you know, be in the playground with them and I'll be like, yeah. right, my turn on the monkey bars. Exactly. I mean, my seven-year-old is brilliant at monkey bars. He absolutely rocks them. And I think possibly at his, his age, I'm sure we had some in the garden. And I think I could do them back then because you just... You do it all the time, don't you? You're always at the park and you just keep practicing and you do it. Um, and then obviously you grow out of doing all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I just need to get back into doing all that with them and climbing over stuff as well. It's all different muscles, isn't it, that you're using? So. Well, that's why the kids' playgrounds are so good, you know, just kind of doing stuff where you kind of play around with your kids and say, you know, try not to touch the floor and stuff. Just gets you practicing yeah. that idea of getting over obstacles. And then my, I think my probably my top tip for upper body strength for OCR racing is, um, particularly if you struggle, I don't know whether you're good at pull-ups, but some people struggle with no, pull-ups. Yeah. <laughs> so if you struggle with pull-ups, my top tip, or two top tips really are jump pull-ups. So stand underneath a bar, monkey bar or something, just jump up and at first just jump up and touch it. That's all you need to do. So it's kind of like a modified burpee, if you like, but you just got yeah. to touch the bar. Eventually touch up, grab hold of it and then let go. And then eventually jump up and pull yourself up and then let go. And you'll find because of the momentum of the jump, you can get up over the bar more easily yeah. than if you just straight pulled yourself up. And then the opposite of that is sometimes you get into monkey bars is kind of reach out, grab the bar so that you're chin height already and then just slowly lower yourself down, let go. Yes, so it's like a it's like a reverse and it will help with your grip strength which will really help you with the monkey bars and the yes but it will help you with your pull-up strength as well yeah i did think grip strength might be one start working on i mean we've got a pull-up bar in the house um that i just walk under every day and don't even think i sort of forget it's there but yeah definitely probably getting on that and yeah and then the other one that's that's useful to practice, I, th I think, for OCR, I've done a ton of obstacle course races over the years, is um, is like bear crawling. That's really oh. good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not a lot of fun. But, <laughs> oh, that's um, but it is good because you'll find that a lot of the obstacles, you're kind of on all fours and you're clambering yeah, up. And so true. if you've done some practice of bear crawling on the ground, yeah. then you can kind of vary the speed, go forwards and backwards. And it just gets you confident on being kind of on all fours. Yeah. Um, that's definitely something that I would recommend. <laughs> That's another thing you do as a kid, isn't it? Without thinking about it, you're crawling around and, and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I've done those as part of hit sessions, but I never really thought about the crawling underneath stuff. So that's, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah it's definitely I'll start crawling around the garden. Yeah, yeah. People are, think, people are thinking mental. Like you're going out oh, in the local park and they're out for a walk and you're like crawling along the ground and running around the pond. But it's definitely good training. Definitely good training. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so, so how are you feeling about it? Are you, are you excited about it? Nervous? It's a couple of weeks away, right? Yeah, I think the same as the trail one. I think I'm excited and nervous, and I think I'll get there and be terrified again. Um, and then there'll probably be a part in it, like there was with the trail run, of going like halfway through it, thinking, I can't do this. Why have I done this? And then I'll get to the end and hopefully finish it and feel great. So I think it's that process, isn't it? And then once you feel great at the end, you're like, right, I need another one to do now. I need a new challenge. So yeah, I'm hoping it'll be the same sort of mental process. Yeah, I like to think of it as a bit like, um, it's like a confidence bank. So one of the things I loved about your challenges when you contacted me was they, they kind of, they're iterative, you know, they get progressively more difficult or, you know, the, the stimulus changes. So you've gone from a, you know, a trail run with elevation to obstacle course racing, and then you're going to be taking yeah. on like sea kayaking. And so yeah. you're really, you're really mixing up, but that's good. But I think of it like a, a confidence bank. So the trail run you did before that, you were like, I don't even know whether I'm going to finish it. Now you finished it um, and you did really well. And, you know, it was hot and you managed to get through it. And now, you, so now there's, you've, you've filled up your confidence bank. So the next time you're heading into something like the Spartan or you're even in it and feeling tired, you've got that reference point right? I've been here before. I know I can do this. It's not going to be that comfortable, but I just need to stick it out. It's the same distance. I'm going to be able to do this. And that's so powerful. And that's what gives you, you know, the energy to just keep going. Yeah, I definitely think it is. And that buzz at the end, which I think was always the thing that kept me going with the running last year, when you get to a point where actually maybe it's not enjoyable when you're doing it, but when you finished it, you get such a buzz and you're like, that made me feel great. That you, That's the bit that you remember for the next time. So even when you don't want to go out, you're like, but I know I'm going to feel good after it. So I'll do it. And then you do. And it just, that's what keeps you going. It's that feeling, I think. Um, and yeah, with those, it's like achievement, isn't it? It's achieving something that you didn't think you could do. Exactly. What do the kids think of mum doing this stuff? Uh, um, well they're actually doing so the next one we do the Spartan one we're doing it on the Saturday and they're doing the kids one on the Sunday so they're really excited so my seven-year-old's done that before but the five-year-old he's he's done a nuclear race before which is a bit traumatic because it was a really cold day really muddy um he was only just kind of tall enough to get through one of the like put I say puddle it was like a pond um so I think he needs to do one maybe in the summer um, and hopefully this one will, will remind him that you know that stuff is fun and he's watched the videos and he's really excited about doing it so yeah um I don't know I think I don't know what they think about me doing so I think because we do it I think that makes them want to do it as well and it's nice that the option is there that there are kids ones that they can do um because it is just like a big playground, isn't it? It's just like going around an extended playground. Um, so, yeah, and the fact that we can go and do it as a family is really, really nice. It's like having an adventure, isn't it? Yeah, I love that. And, I mean, you obviously know I'm a big advocate of that kind of thing. But yeah. I also think that, you know, in this country and in others, um, I, I know your kids are younger, but at age kind of 16, there's a fairly significant kind of exercise adherence drop. It's more pronounced for, for girls, um, but even for boys a couple of years later. And I think partly because a lot of the stuff they do in school still is very much like focused around team and organized sports. Uh, yeah. So if you don't if you don't pull that with you, I know on the group chat that we have for the Everyday Adventures, <laughs> you guys were talking a little bit like that. If you yeah. don't like hockey or netball or football or rugby, then basically PE at school is still not. And I don't want PE teachers to get upset because I know they're trying to do a lot. But generally, still in this country, we're very focused on organized sports I love stuff like this because I think a key part of parenting is role modeling and you're 
you know, you're just showing your kids there's tons of stuff you can do um, that doesn't have to be organized sport. Yeah. And I think if there'd been those things to do when I was younger, maybe I would have looked at sport in a different way. And, you know, if there had been the different options in PE and school that maybe if you're not really interested in doing the team sports and the competitive side of things, well, let's have some other options. Let's do yoga and start, you know, those things and then building it into a routine that then you carry that on into your life. So like you say, at 16, you don't suddenly stop doing exercise because you've stopped doing it in school. You, you know, carry on with something that you've enjoyed. So, and having those opportunities to do it outside of school and then not just be like, oh, that sounds horrible. I mean, yeah, I don't exactly. know. Maybe if someone had said, go do a muddy obstacle course when I was 16, I probably would have gone, no. <laughs> But you, maybe you might have done. Younger age. Yeah, you might have done. But if it was at a younger age, you might have yeah. developed an interest in it. Or, but even if you didn't, you've tried lots of different things, and so it's yeah. not so it's not so pigeonholed. And you, you know, you maybe find something that you love that you can take with you later on in life that will keep you active. And I think OCR, by the way, you know, I love that you're doing the Spartan. I um, sometimes these things get a little bit of a bad rap, particularly Spartan, because a lot of kind of <laughs> guys with their shirts off and it's sometimes a bit testosterone fueled but generally obstacle course I like Spartan personally so nothing against Spartan I think they're, I think they're awesome races but I think generally obstacle course racing it is amazing because it's so much focused on the experience not the time like yeah. you, you quite often you'll find at Spartan I'm sure that you'll get to certain obstacles and there'll be people just hanging around helping people get through tough obstacles they're not worried about what time they're going to finish and I think that's really cool yeah, I think that's what, because Ollie's done quite a lot of them. Um, and he always said it's it's the camaraderie. Um, and I mean, he's got a race coming up soon and he's quite worried about it because it's the sort of the biggest one he's taken on. He's doing um, Man versus Coast um, down in Cornwall. And that's 25 miles. Um, and he's getting nervous about that. And I said, well, you know, basically what you've done up to this stage is you've done the obstacle races. You've done the things where everyone helps everyone around and you've stuck together. And there's not been that sense of, you know, what position am I going to finish in and stuff. And it's been the first thing I think for him that does feel like more of a race. So I think there is that that feel, maybe safety feeling within an obstacle race that it's low pressure and it's it's a bit of fun more than like a real. It's still a challenge, obviously, but in a different way. Yeah, I like it though. I think it's good that that you know you mix things up and try new things. That's what life's all about, right? <laughs> so, um, so what comes after Spartan? Remind me again. What's after that? Uh, well, there's a few more in there in the diary now. Um, we're so we're going on holiday in the beginning of um, no, at the end of July, so beginning of the holiday. So just after Spartan, we're going um, down to Essex and we're doing with the kids. Um, an inflatable obstacle race and with, and on the same day we're then going to nuclear and it's like a family fun day at nuclear so that's just kind of a family day then in oh, September I think we're doing the nuclear blast um but then also that night there's nuclear blackout so there's a chance that we might book that one as well and do it twice in one day and once in a day and one at night awesome. love <laughs> just, it so why not um Again, it was another one that Ollie was like, oh, I could do this. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. And then I started to think about it. And I was like, well, by then I'll already have done an obstacle race. So then what's the next thing? Okay, let's do it in the dark. So, yeah, there's that one. Um, and then in December, we are doing another Spartan at Twickenham Stadium. Oh, that yeah, the stadium one. That's cool. Yeah, because that one we were meant to do last year because I think I'd agreed to it because it was a non-muddy one. There was no mud involved. So I was like, fine, I'll give it a go. I'll do that one. But obviously it was cancelled last year. So it's been postponed to this year. Um, 
yeah, so this year's kind of obstacle stuff, really. But I guess working up to the big one next year, which is the rat race. Yeah. <laughs> Huge <Amazing>. fun. <laughs> yeah, two, <laughs> 200 obstacles, <laughs> 20 miles. Don't think about that too much. You've got plenty, plenty of practice to come. Well, look, yeah. it's been awesome to check in. Um, I got a really nice response from from people on social media with the initial episode and I know people are really interested to hear everybody's stories so um looking forward to checking in with you again and and hearing how Spartan went yeah I'll let you know how I'm going (laughs) all right good stuff if I can get across the monkey bars before then maybe make one run (laughs) yeah all right well great stuff Anna it's been fun catching up with you and I'm looking forward to catching up with you soon yeah chat soon take care something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know who